0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Getting Started in Design. I'm your host, Jerry Scullion. I'm a service designer and educator and founder of the This Is Hate network and CEO of This Is Doing. This podcast is focused on shining a light on the tricky stages between education and employment and also moving careers into design. Now we realise it's not a simple career to break into and I myself can totally relate to this and often reflect back on the time a long time ago when I struggled a few years to catch a break. Now hopefully this podcast goes some way towards helping you land your job in your chosen area of design and today in the show we have Rebecca Murphy, a UX designer based in Sydney, Australia. Now, I met Rebecca early last year and met a few times in a mentorship capacity in Dublin and since then Rebecca has successfully transitioned into her first design role and is now actually chapter lead for This Is Hate City in Sydney where she's hosting events for the human-centred design community out there. It's a great episode that takes you on the journey from being introduced to design via her job at Accenture in Ireland all the way through to hopping on a flight to Australia and training over there and then landing her first job as a designer. It's a good one. Let's get straight into the episode. Rebecca Murphy, a very warm welcome to Getting Started in Design. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks, Jerry. How are you getting on?
0: I'm getting on okay, getting through the whole kind of COVID nineteen yeah. pandemic, but um, everything is a little bit tricky. But we're not going to go into that today. We're going to speak a little bit more around Rebecca's journey into the world of design. And um, I've known you for maybe about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to discuss your your journey and and what that's been like and how you got to where you are today. So maybe let's start and. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you currently are at.
1: so yeah, so um currently I'm working as a uX designer, but I guess before that I um was working as a consultant technology consultant in Accenture, a consulting firm um, in Dublin, and then I moved kind of from that into their so client facing into their innovation center so Accenture has um their main innovation center in um the docks in Dublin so I moved in there and I actually transitioned into a scrum master role which um for people it's a bit of a weird weird role that's kind of come up in the last few years but anyway it's kind of like agile project management I guess is another way of talking about it but um yeah I was working as that and then yeah, I guess um we'll we'll go into it. But I uh, I started thinking about the whole area of UX design, and I got a little bit of exposure to working with a couple of designers and seeing um a couple of cool design projects in the innovation centre.
0: Mm.
1: Um and then I thought started thinking I was like oh this kind of looks a bit cool. This looks a bit interesting. And then I started thinking about moving into it. So mm. and then I did, and that's where I am now. <laughs>
0: So, so let's go back, um, you know, into you know, pre-Accenture. Let's let's go into the university world. So what did you study in university?
1: So in university, I studied um, electronic engineering in UCD. Ah. So I, yeah, yeah. So it, was, uh, so it was interesting.
0: So you've got a curious mind.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of where it, it all stems from. So for me, it's mm. been, um, I just, I've always loved solving problems. You know, I've always, it, that's kind of the thing that I've been really interested in. Um and that's why I went into engineering because I don't know, I was good at maths. I liked I liked to solve puzzles and I was like, okay, this is this is seems like the, the course to do. Then I did four years of it and decided that, that was that was enough of engineering for me. Um yeah. and then I moved into more of a consult then you know, if an engineer then- doesn't want to be an engineer, where'd you go?
0: Yeah, so after yeah. you finished electrical engineering you you took the leap into consulting, was it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, I guess I finished I finished the four years and I knew I didn't really want to stay in pure engineering, but I still Mm -hmm. wanted to do something that was I guess people facing and also keep that ability to solve problems. So I guess naturally like a lot of the consulting companies, you know, they come into the universities, you hear about them, you're like, Okay, this seems like a good a good way of trying out a couple of different industries i guess mm. so um that's why i decided to move in into that area then
0: yeah so w- when you were studying electrical engineering um what were your thoughts about design at that stage like
1: so you know it was actually really interesting so in my first year of engineering i um, ended up doing an internship within ucd so re- one of ucd's research centers and it was all around um like kind of smart cities and um like kind of the renewable industry and things like that. But um, the big thing that I got super excited about was this whole idea of smart cities and designing kind of the future of, you know, how we live. And I just, the, that idea got I got super, super interested in. And it's why I kind of went into um, electronic engineering because I kind of wanted to go down that route of, you know, working within the smart industry sector and um, planning kind of future cities. So um, I guess that was where design, I started kind of feeling a bit of the notes of design, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and when you were in school, was design ever, you know, brought to you as a potential career choice?
1: I don't know. It was, it's interesting. I guess I never thought of myself as like naturally creative. Like I liked you know i liked kind design and i i liked the um, kind of the creative aspects of it but i was never like naturally good at it so i didn't do art as a subject for school but um say for example in transition year in fourth year i um i got the opportunity to do architecture as just a as a subject and tried it out and i really really liked it and i lo- and i was like oh i could definitely see myself doing this as a as a job and um, I guess I don't know. It just it never seemed like a viable option because mm. I wasn't naturally, I guess, artistic.
0: Mm. The education system, maybe globally, but definitely locally in Ireland, doesn't present design very well in terms of a career choice. It's like the connection between art and design. You know, they're they're two separate things, and yeah. you know, being creative, you know. Almost as a as, as a checkbox as being an indicator of you could be good at something. We're, we're losing out so much talent to to people in that space. Like they, they could use, There's so many designers there that, that get into careers that make this transfer. So what I'm trying to say with this whole podcast is like if you're if you're working in any discipline and you've always had that itch and you're trying to maybe explore what working in the world of design might look like. Rebecca is a fantastic example of coming through that journey and. Going through the whole kind of educational process and coming out the other end of it. Now, now you're in a UX design role. So let's let's talk a little bit more around the process. Of you're in a steady job, you're in a consultancy. You'd finished your university uh, degree, and you know you've been bitten by a bug, uh, a design bug. And I want to know what you did around kind of to to increase your chances of success in that kind of shift. What did you do?
1: So yeah like I guess I decided that um I liked the idea of design and um I was lucky enough to work in a company that had um people in design so uh Fjord is the service design company that is part of Accenture and
0: because I, I was to working the guys in Fjord <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um I was uh, a bit of a fan girl for a while when I was in Accenture it was I'm sure they they remember but anyway <laughs> um so yeah, I was just, I was just started talking to them. And I was like, what do you do? Like, what is your day-to-day job? Is that something that I would like to do? Um, so I started doing that. Um, I actually started, I went to a couple of meetups as well, which was a bit weird. Cause you know, I don't know, you, going to one of those things by yourself is you know, a little daunting. You just need to kind of put yourself out there and do that. And that's one thing I have found on this. You really just need to like push yourself out there. So um, for me, it was like yeah, talking to people in the industry going to a couple of meetups to just see what that whole, what the whole vibe is there. And then also reaching, weirdly, reaching out to people on LinkedIn. So, you know, you, this time last year, I guess, you got a a cold message from me on LinkedIn being like, hi, I, you know, really want to get into design. I don't know how to do it, Um, help, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, And I did a couple of those as well. And they actually ended up being really, really helpful.
0: Yeah. Hmm. most people will will give you some time to try and point you in the right direction um but what kind of questions did you have like what we what were you trying to validate in that process of of kind of exploring meetups and exploring conversations what were the questions that you had at that stage
1: so for me initially it was based on my background what are the next steps to get into design and it's really interesting because probably depending on who you spoke to it was so so different so oh. you know when i initially started reaching out to people i was talking to those who were pure design so they did their you know their undergrad their masters all in design and their point of view was you have to do a masters you can't you can't get into design unless you do a masters and for me i was like i just don't know if i can commit to two years to something that i'm still mm. testing if i like um and that was something i was trying to validate i was like can my current experience translate into a job in design
0: hopefully hopefully i didn't say that to you
1: no you didn't you were <laughs> yes, I, thankfully you were one of my saving graces but i you were like don't need to go and do um a master's um, um and you, yeah you were kind of just like jump into it and do it which honestly was some of the best yeah.
0: advice cause, <laughs> I I can hear gasps around the world in universities by saying he didn't recommend a master's. (laughs) What are we going to do?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Like, because honestly, like, you know, having having a master's or having the education is, of course, amazing. But for those who have already gone through the education process and just Mm -hmm. don't want to go back and commit to that, it is. It's a tough place to be in because you're like, okay. So for me, I was like, can I even? Could I transfer internally? Like that was my number one thing. I was like, surely that's mm. the best and easiest way to do it, um, yeah. which was also quite difficult, yeah. you know, because you don't have the background.
0: I think at the time I said to you, well, look, there's there's a few options. One of the ones was, you know, what do you have available to you right now? And mm. you had, you know, Accenture Interactive. You had Rothko, which is a design agency in, in Dublin, I was going to say in Sydney. Um, <laughs> and you also have Fjord. And I know some brilliant people down in Fjord in the dock. Um, and they're all wonderful at what they do. And you you had, you were part of that family in that, that kind of setup. So, you know, try and explore what it might look like, trying to get some more experience to try and bring design closer in your life, so to speak. Yeah. Um. So that was option one. And option two was something else that... I I floated, um, and I I, I remember I actually recounted the story to a few people a few weeks ago. I was in a mentor session with with this person, and I said, "Look, it's it's a pity because like all my experiences in an Australia, and you know, yeah, you know, I'm not a massive fan of you know three year incubate or three month incubation kind of programs and becoming at the other end because there's a tendency there." as a sausage factory kind of vibe, like, you know, you, yeah. you, you come in and you come out the other end with a piece of paper, but they do yeah. have their place um, for, for people. And I said, Look, General Assembly in Sydney would would be a good place. And we left the coffee at that. And then the next time we caught up next week, I we go, quit my job, i booked <laughs> flights and I'm going to Australia. And I remember kind of going, yes. I rang my wife kind of going, Oh my God, I literally had a conversation (laughs) with somebody last week and told them about Australia and they've quit their full-time job, bought a ticket one way to Australia and did a general assembly course. They've dropped their money, all their money into this. (sighs) The pressure, what happens if this doesn't work for this? I felt so, uh, so involved. I was like, this better work. This better work for this person. (laughs) Yeah. otherwise I would have mommy and daddy you know um over in dublin knocking on my door
1: oh so, my god my poor mom when i told her she was
0: well, actually that's a good that's a good segment tell us what happened when you went home
1: so i guess it was it was interesting because um you know, i'd always kind of done stuff by the book you know and gone gone to school did engineering college then went into Me a consultancy. So, you know, they've kind of been like, you know what? So, when I came home and I said it to them, I was like, Mom, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to move to Sydney. I'm going (laughs) to become a designer. Weirdly, she was like, Okay. She was like, Okay. I was like, I i actually didn't understand why she was so okay with it. And I think it was honestly because I'd literally given all her ideas a shot. Like, you know, I tried all the things, the natural pathways that um, are currently you know available for people in Dublin and I just didn't like them and she knew I was not happy in my current role so she was like you know what if this is something you are excited about if this is something that you want to do go ahead and do it the funny thing was that about a week before I I don't even think it was a week I think there was like a couple of days before I left I was like checking her phone for something and um, I went into her like last Google search and her last Google search two days before I left was what is UX design like my poor mother had no idea what I was getting myself into. So uh-huh.
0: So <laughs> did you have that conversation funny. with her and explain to her what UX design was?
1: Sure. Like I still struggled to explain it to her. Like I still struggled um to to say it to her before I left. Um I feel like now she, she understands. She just knows I work in digital, I guess, the digital space, building apps yeah. or something. Yeah. Um It's a good it's a plan.
0: good story. So you when did you uh, make the leap and quit your job and move across
1: so that was in i left in july 2019 so in june of 2019 i yeah i handed in my notice in accenture um i bought flights and um yeah i basically i got a a working holiday visa thankfully um i was my boyfriend at the time still uh, wanted to go as well, so he he uh, he joined, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we got on a we got on a plane and we moved to to Sydney in July in the depths of yeah. winter over here, which is actually kind of chilly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do actually do remember me floating a question to you saying, "Do you like Australia?" And you were <clears> like, "Oh, I've always wanted to go to Australia." So the 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 kind of nudge, you know, wasn't much of a nudge. It was more like you know, all I had to do was just tap you on the shoulder and you fell over towards Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was, it, it, it was an easy sell yeah so walk walk me through you got off the plane you got a place uh to live and all that, And you, you went through the doors of general assembly um walk me through what that looked like um your, your first kind of days of trying to change into this or learn new things and become a ux designer what do they do
1: yeah so it was it was quite interesting because i guess for for general assembly you know you you've spoken about it before there's the pros and the cons like the pros are mm. You know you, you get a bit of you kind of you learn the lingo of of a designer so you kind of understand how to speak in a in an interview or talk to people about design and you also get a portfolio which was a big thing for me because i just didn't really understand that i didn't know what you needed to have as a designer like in your toolkit for an interview mm. so that was obviously um really good but for me i kind of was like you know when when i was initially doing the ga course I kind of was like oh I kind of know all this you know obviously like week Mm -hmm. one week two um but as as you get into it you realize that like your consultant mind or you know the way that you you would naturally approach a project or a problem as a consultant is so different to the way that you would do it as a designer so I feel like I did do that like mental shift in GA which definitely Mm -hmm. helped um but for me I guess the main thing that I needed to learn is how do I leverage like my past experiences into you know as a designer now. So from mm. so for me that was a big thing because okay you get like as out of GA you get your portfolio with you know a couple like you know, a client project and just a, a made up project or whatever, and mm. um, you get you know a good a good C you know you get your CV done up and you kind of know all the words but then it's like okay so how do I then say my past experience builds on to me as a designer which i think is really important for junior designers coming into the industry especially if they've kind of pivoted from past experience past you know jobs or industries
0: yeah their story
1: yeah what is your story
0: story. yeah like why and you know you just didn't end up here by accident and stuff just going back a little bit more to the general assembly piece when you were in dublin and you were you know we had this conversation and you googled general assembly like what are the things that you were looking for at that stage to determine if this was viable
1: so for me the big thing i wanted was i wanted practical experience so you know i feel like you can learn the the material but actually implementing it was a big thing for me i wanted to be able to um work on a project with a client and you know have actual outcomes out of it so that mm-hmm. was one thing the second thing was um At the end of it, they do kind of a a demo day or a presentation day. And this is literally where they get um, companies come in and you present your, you know, your portfolio, you present yourself, and it's an opportunity to get get a job out of it. And I actually, thankfully, did get a job out of it. But that was kind of another one of the big things that I needed was I wanted that connection into the Sydney workforce.
0: So you weren't just looking at one block ahead. You were looking at blocks one, two, and three ahead of the sequence of... The, the the change so you weren't just looking at the training you're looking at what comes after that you're being oh, quite strategic.
1: Completely, completely yeah because i think you know that's that's what you want you know uh, if mm. you want to be a ux designer you don't want to just do a ux design course you actually want to get a job so that's the main i don't yeah. know i feel like that's the biggest that was the biggest goal for me anyway is yeah. does ga help me get a job
0: does it your outcome you're looking for the outcome
1: yeah. exactly yeah
0: yeah, that's your, that was your success was a, a job, yeah. in it, not the knowledge being applied, which which is interesting because in the university roles out there at the moment, you go through university and you're given the knowledge. That's that's their goal and that's your goal. But in GA's model for you, it was I want to get a job. Like I, I need that hookup almost.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because I think I got I like I learned a good bit through. um you know i did a bit of a mentorship with fjord back in in dublin mm. and that was really really helpful so i, I did understand the process mm. um but i just <laughs> i guess i just needed a job
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so what what were the, the the bits i guess that you would do differently you know over the last uh year or two years like well, what, what have you learned and what have you like oh funny i did that it might have been a little bit better
1: i guess for me it's just like starting earlier for like honestly i was thinking about this I was thinking about moving into UX design for so long for I guess a year before I even spoke to you. Mm. And the reason I didn't do anything about it was I think I was just scared or I didn't know I didn't re- I had no idea what to do. You know, what were you I scared didn't of? know.
0: Just an interest. What, what you said you were scared. Scared of what?
1: I guess you know I was in I was in a good company. I you know I was in a good role and I I really like you know I liked my team and everything like that. So I was just nervous that, you know, what if I'm just, you know, I, I didn't re- I didn't really know. Like because I didn't know what UX design was or mm-hmm. where it would go. I was like, look, I'm comfortable here. I know what this is. I don't know what UX design will bring. So yeah. I was just not comfortable making that shift.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So after you went through um, the the course, was it a three month course? I think it was.
1: Yeah yeah three
0: and what were you looking for whenever you know the the general assembly um course was presented to you you know what was important to you in making that selection because there's a few other people in the in the, the local market that do something similar yeah. um so, what made you choose general assembly over say academy xi
1: it was i actually asked um you had put me in contact with a couple of ux um you know se- senior designers in the sydney um in, in sydney yeah. and i actually asked them i was like you know wash which one would you um would mm. you rate higher if you saw it on a on a C V? And um they they just said that, you know, they they are, you know, a lot of the, the the schools that are out there are quite similar. I guess the reason that General Assembly might be have a better brand is just because it's a bit more internationally recognized would be the first thing. And mm. secondly, because it's a little bit older, people do know what it is. So yeah. that was actually the reason that I decided to go with it.
0: Yeah. So your trainer in General Assembly, um, walk me through who trained and what what they were like because I I think I know the answer to this, but I'm I want to give you yeah a yeah them.
1: yeah Susan Wolf um oh she's unbelievable like I just thought she was an incredible teacher uh yeah shout out to Susan Wolf she's she's great and um, highly recommend recommend her um yeah like so I guess the reason I really liked her was because she had. Um, that industry knowledge as well so it wasn't just um, looking at it from an educational standpoint she she mm. tied everything back to case studies or she tied everything back to you know previous work that she had done and I guess that just made it so much more relevant because mm-hmm. you understood okay here's what happens here's how it you know get, can get completely messed up and here's what it's like in real world and you're like okay so because you've got a little bit of a taste of it you're like okay that's really interesting um yeah,
0: that's great so, yeah so um tell us a little bit about uh, where you're at now and what, what you're doing
1: yeah so now um i'm working as a ux designer in blue egg so it's a um design agency based here in sydney and i've been working here now for about six six months or so now um yeah so i've been i've actually got a chance to work on an end-to-end um product design project which was actually really, really interesting. Um got to kind of do the full, full double diamond, as they say. So um it, it was great. Leave
0: that bit out.
1: Yes, leave that bit out, please. You know, it'll show how you how young I am and my whole uh, no, no, my experience. <laughs> but um but no, it's it's been really interesting because I I've got to see the full spectrum of the design process, which has been nice. You know, I've seen, you know, the user interviews, the, the deep, deep user research. But I've also then got the experience of doing the high fidelity prototyping as well, which has been really, really nice. Um,
0: mm.
1: And That's kind of what I'm doing there. I'm also, of course, helping, helping you out. And this is HCD, which has been amazing as well. So I've um have fun.
0: Thanks for that. You're helping, <laughs> yeah, you, yes, you, you helping the, the listeners in Sydney. You're doing a wonderful job. You have started doing online meetups um in in light of the pandemic and they're going wonderfully well that's the feedback that everyone is giving us anyway so tell us yeah. what you're doing with with this inside cd
1: yeah like it's actually um it's amazing and i guess as well like thanks thank you again for for the, the opportunity of doing it it was it was interesting when i first joined because um seeing as i'd only been in sydney about eight months at the or oh, geez i don't even know yeah, eight months at the time, you know, my network wasn't exactly overflowing with people. So um, it was a great way of kind of meeting, meeting new designers, talking to new designers and just, I guess, um, creating a space where people could talk. And I think it's just so important at the moment, um, especially now people are just, you know, isolating or, you know, during this quarantine time, it's it's so nice to be able to have a space where people can just jump on their jump on the laptops and join a call. And um, we had our first uh, design meetup online. Um, was it? Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, last week um, with Josie Jody, Jody Bim from Cochlear. So um, that was really, really interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. So if people want to reach out to Rebecca Murphy and learn more, you're obviously on the Slack channel for This Is HCD. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us a little bit how they might find you online.
1: Yeah, so... Um, LinkedIn, obviously, Rebecca Murphy. Uh, I'm also uh, on Twitter now as well, Rebecca M. Murphy, which is a bit of a yeah, mouthful. And, with a K as well. Um, with a K, so yeah, or E-C-E-K-A-H. Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. and easy to remember. Um, But yeah, that's basically how you can reach out to me.
0: Great. Rebecca, I'll throw a link to those in the show notes if people want to, to connect you and ask any questions because I know there's, there's definitely lots and lots of people out there who are considering design as a career, and you know obviously you know what this is doing as well which has just launched recently our, our online training yeah. um, platform which is coming up we're, we're going to be helping and working in this space as well so um definitely reach out to Rebecca it's it's a it's a great opportunity it's a great industry and you know be brave I guess that is the, the thing that I always say to people making that leap into design because it's a wonderful world Rebecca thank you so much for your time today it was great speaking with you
1: Thank you so much, and um, yeah, anyone, please uh, reach out. As uh, I said, I've had a lot of helping hands moving into this space, so I'm always happy to to help others as well. So thanks.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to be part of the conversation or community, hop on over to thisishatecity.com where you can join the Slack community and help shape future episodes and connect with other designers around the world or join the Hate City newsletter where you can win books and get updates. Subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to any of our other podcasts such as Getting Started in Design, Bringing Design Closer with myself, Jerry Scullion or Power of 10 with Andy Palane or Decoding Culture with Dr. John Curran, Pod with Adrian Tan, and Ethnopod with Jay Hasbrook. Thanks for listening and see you next time.